Okay, so today's story is called The Octonauts and the Only Lonely Monster. That's a sad name. Let's find out what this story's all about. Okay. Oh, and it's written by Naomi, which is Vicki Wong and Michael C. Murphy. And it is read by... Mommy and... What is your name? What's the kitten's name? What is the... Well, there's a kitten here, and his name is Quasi. But I'm this. Oh, the other, the other story about a kitten? Um, Sebastian? Um, There's so many kittens. Mommy and Sebastian. Oh, good. I like that. That's funny, too. All right, here we go. <clears throat> it was a quiet and peaceful morning under the deep blue ocean. Look at all the animals sleeping. When... Captain Barnacles was exercising. Dr. Shellington was brushing his teeth. Dashy Dog was brushing her hair. Peso Penguin was getting dressed. Professor Inkling was reading the newspaper. Tunit the Vegemal was cooking breakfast. Quasi Kitten was taking a bath. Tweak Bunny was still asleep. Oh, in the picture we can Why see that. Why does he brush his rubber ducky? Well, if he's actually not sharpening it, what he's doing is that's a scrubber. And he's scrubbing his fur. Scrubbing. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Kind of like a loofah or a washcloth. And suddenly, alert, 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 alert. What happened? It turned on the octo alert. Somebody turned on the octo alert. Let's find out here. Quasi poked his head outside his bedroom and exclaimed, What's going on? Quick, get to the HQ. The octopod is in danger, Captain Barnacles shouted as he ran by. Octonauts, Professor Inkling called everyone to order. According to these charts from our super quantum computers, there is a high probability that we are under attack. They're under attack? Octonauts, to your stations. We have to defend the octopod, Captain Barnacle swiftly declared. It's a kraken. It kind of looks like it, doesn't it? It does have tentacles. We can see in the picture that the octopod has all these tentacles wrapped around it. And they could be the kraken. I don't know. It's some sort of giant sea monster. Let's find out. Quasi, Peso, and Barnacles rushed down to the dock while Tweak prepared the ships for launch. The Octonauts shot out of the launch bay and came face to face with a giant monster. It had large, ferocious eyes and many long, tangly legs, which were wrapped tightly around the octopod, ready to crush the building to bits. Quasi-Kitten immediately charged forward in his submarine and crashed into the giant creature's head. Well, that does not surprise me because Quasi loves to just take action. And he doesn't always listen. He just jumps right into it. To the Octonaut's surprise, the big, leggy creature suddenly burst into tears. 
Peggy Bundy. Nope, Barnabas. A crying monster? That's not scary, Captain Barnacles observed. Let's ask him some questions. Who are you? Why did you attack us? Where are you from? Peso cautiously came out of the ship to help bandage the whimpering monster. Sorry, I didn't realize this was your home. I thought it might be someone like me. It has a big round head like me. It has long legs like me. And it even has pretty eyes like me. The monster sniffled. No, no, Peso exclaimed. This is an octopod, and we live here. Where is your home? I don't know. The monster shook his head sadly. I woke up in a deep, dark cave, and I was all alone. Where is everybody? I started swimming around to look for others like me. But everyone just wanted to get away from me. I was so lonely until I saw your octopod. Well now, Captain Barnacles declared, this sounds like a job for the Octonauts. I'm sure we can help you. Peso, Quasi and Peso eagerly agreed because Octonauts always enjoy a good adventure. The group returned to the octopod to consult with Professor Inkling. Very interesting problem, the professor remarked. According to the latest research on the Octonet about Mopalopa technology and tentaclyphics, there is a high recurrence of colossal cryptozoological manifestations in polymagnetic regions. <laughs> the Octonauts looked at the professor, at Professor Inkling, in confusion. And I can see why he just dropped a bunch of really big words. <clears throat> Try the North Pole. <laughs> why didn't you just say so? The crew packed up some supplies and started off on their journey. We'll stay here and research. Good luck, Professor Inkling called after the ship. Dashi, Tweak, and Tunic waved goodbye to the departing Octonauts. First, the Octonauts navigated the North. And so here they are in the North Pole. And boy, it looks very cold up here. And all of the creatures speak different languages. And none of them are like our friends. And one over here is a narwhal. And he says, try the East, eh? So, oh, we have to turn the page of the book. Because um, it's facing the other direction. And there's a compass at the top of the book. And it says N-E-S-W. And the compass tells the Octonauts which way is north, east, south, and west. Okay, so that's amazing. So they explored the east, and this is a beautiful place. Um, and all of the uh, fish here, all of the uh, animals speak different languages and none of them are helpful and here's like some sort of sea iguana that says try the south okay so now we're gonna try that oh <laughs> now we're we're facing the south and next they searched the south and here they all are 
looking in the south waters for our friend, family, the friend, our new sea monsters family, and I don't see anybody that looks like them. But I do see lots what of different the animals. Clan say? The clan says Saya Tidak Tahu. And I don't know what that means. But I do know that um, there's penguins here and they say Aloha. And there's a turtle that says Por Favor. And they're all looking for they're all looking for his family. And Quasi's got some guys he's talking to and they say Try the west, maybe. So now we're gonna try the, try the west, mate. Yeah. Oh, and here we are in the western waters. And finally, they wandered the west, and they asked everyone here, and nobody has our friend's family. What does that guy say? Uh, well, there's some fish that live in some teepees underwater here, and the fish says taka and i don't know what that means either what did that fish say well there's a starfish and he's talking to shellington and he says howdy because he's kind of like a cowboy starfish because he's in the west i get it i get what they're doing there but no nowhere is our friend say? he says manon what does that guy say <clears throat> um he says poco he says Ogo. All of these creatures are talking, but none of them are our new monster friends family. <clears throat> so the Octonauts looked everywhere, but there was no giant tentacled monster to be found. The ship's communicator suddenly called out with a message from Professor Inkling. Crew, we found some important data related to your search. Please return to the Octopod as soon as possible. Well, let's see what happens. When the crew arrived home, Professor Inkling, Dashi, and Tweak were waiting outside to greet them. Octonauts, I know you've worked very hard to help our new friend, but unfortunately, the Sea Monster Field Guide reports this creature, <coughs> Artictus Colossonutopus, is the only one of its kind in the entire ocean. Oh my goodness. The Nautopus cried out. I don't want to be the only monster in the world. I want to be like everybody else. Barnacles patted one of the monster's giant tentacles. Don't be sad, Architu. Architu. Archie. I don't blame him there because that name... It's very, very long. Archie sounds like a much better name for him. Look, I'm the only polar bear who plays the accordion. And I'm the only kitten with a hairball collection. And I'm the only sea otter who wears underwear. And I'm the only octopus with disappearing ink. I'm the only penguin with shiny white teeth. And I'm the only dog who can't dog paddle. And I'm the only bunny who glows in the dark. Eh, the vegemals are all the same. But they're the only vegemals. 
Archie gathered up the Arcanauts in a big hug. He's the only monster under the sea with eight new friends. The end. Until next time.